And we're back to the underpaid, underqualified show with your host, Ja, and... Vince, Tally, the first. Is, is, oh, okay. Did All we right. hear another voice in the background? <laughs> oh, there's some laughing. Did you hear that too, Ja? Oh, I heard that laughing. What was that giggling? Very I lovely giggling. that might be our first guest ever. Is that it? <laughs> oh, is it? Are we, are we popular enough to have a guest? I think oh. so, because during this quarantine time, there happens to be one other person in my apartment, <laughs> and she finally found some time out of her busy schedule to uh, join us. So, welcome... <laughs> My girlfriend, Christine. Hi, guys. Uh, okay. <laughs> Our first guest ever. Only took 30 episodes or so. Had hey, to ask her 29 of those 30 episodes <laughs> to join, but she finally gave in. We're only on episode 27, dude. Ah, close enough. It feels like 30 when your podcast host is named Jama. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> anyway. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you had a bike ride this morning, huh, big boy? I did. I'm like 14 miles. It's really hot. I hate this weather. I hate well, sunshine. It's good you did in the morning, though. It's probably before it got too hot, right? I did it from 9 to 10.30, where I was like starting to. And I guess just because I'm personally just weak and I hate sunshine, <laughs> that it just made things worse. So I feel kind of dehydrated. So apologies to our audience if I'm dying. I swear. I <laughs> kind of am. But just yeah. halfway through, just jaw just drops off. It's just me and Christine. <laughs> I just pass out on my computer. Eh, worst things have happened on this podcast but um all right well if you need some air let us know uh i guess we could have an emergency break or something but the show must go on <laughs> yeah show must go on uh it's good to get cardio uh you've been binging anything lately this week i've been watching a wonderful wonderful show can you guess the title uh no because there's a lot of shows out there <laughs> oh okay so community <laughs> Ooh, isn't that crazy? I totally guessed it. Not like we had a convo before this, wondering what shows we were watching. <laughs> you could have just had a really good guess, and you could have just guessed it on the first go. All right, but I mean, but yes, now I'm watching Community. It's great. I love it. Um, nice. All the guest stars. I didn't realize it was Chevy Chase until like episode two or three. Oh, really? You just thought it was some random old bigger dude? Yeah, I just thought it was some random old dude, but it wasn't until like they premiered the intro song, and I saw like who was part of it and uh, it was Chevy Chase and for the longest time I got Allison Brie and Brie Larson mixed up <laughs> <laughs> I can see that there's not too many Brie's in uh, Hollywood you're a big yeah. community fan though right Christine oh. yes I am yeah you uh you're about like halfway through like season three-ish right now yes yeah mm-hmm. you fan of the cast too yes yeah. especially Troy and Abed yeah you like Troy and Abed too Jeff yeah they're, they're awesome I love their uh after episode sketches yeah 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 Who's your uh, favorite character right now? Me or Christine? Both you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies first. Um, mine is a tie between Troy and Abed. Okay. Mine is uh, Jeff. He's an interesting guy. I like wow. Him. Interesting. I didn't expect that. I thought you were going to pick Chang. <laughs> I like to like him and I love to hate him. He like He's that kind of guy for me right now. And I've never really had that where usually like, I'm for the most part, I'm bored with the character or not on board with him. It's like, I hate you in the beginning and I slowly kind of like you. I still don't want you to get with Britta in the end. I don't know. Cause I'm only on the beginning of season two. So don't spoil it. Okay. I will drive over and stab you, but then, um, that's nice. <laughs> you're welcome. But, um, yeah. So I got to the episode where the whole lawyer thing and I'm just like, I like him. The lawyer episode where, uh, he found out like who, uh, disbarred him. Oh, okay. Mm. I do remember that one. You remember that one? Vaguely, yeah, yeah, that's season one, right? Two, ah, uh, okay, I gotta rewatch some of those, but it's on Netflix, so it's easy to binge. But, um, 
Funny enough, did you know they also have a podcast? Uh, Ken Jeong and uh, Joel McHale. <laughs> really? Yeah. I dark- didn't know that. Yeah, it's called The Darkest Timeline. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> did you know that, Joe? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because they also recently had a female guest, Alison Brie. So it's like they're copying us with the podcast and we're, uh, we're copying them with the female guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, they definitely started it recently. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they heard our podcast and thought they really had to get on this. A white guy and an Asian <laughs> dude that's never been done before. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with whatchamacallit. Um, the Office. The uh, the actors for uh, actresses for Pam and... She, Angela. Angela, yes. They have their own thing going on as well. Yeah, that seems like the lowest hanging fruit because everybody just... That's the most like rewatchable show for anybody just watching The Office. So watching two people rewatching The Office who are on The Office, that's got to have all The Office fanatics just instantly like shut up and take my money type of thing. I know, and a lot of people really do enjoy it, and it's like, all right, cool. I mean, like, hey, rock on. I'm a big Office fan, so all right, you do you. Please give me a shout out. I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we're they're podcasting contemporaries by this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if you're really into something, I feel like I don't know if I'm really into something that I would definitely love to see like people who are on it doing like commentary. But you feel the same way, babe. Oh, yeah. Psych. <laughs> Catch, catching her. She's already bored of our podcast. <laughs> nah, she's got coffee nearby. She's good. Oh, perfect. Fabulous. Anyways. But as you're saying, psych TV show? Yeah, if they had a podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought she's saying psych to her young. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, TV show psych. You ever watched it? I used to watch it like when it first came out, like what was it high school or something? I watched like the first half se- half of first season one. Um, and then be careful so, with your words. Christine's a big fan. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I just didn't have time to watch it during at that stage in life. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. that's that's the only platform it's on, right? I think somebody told me about that. Like she's Maybe doing that right now during this whole lockdown. I don't think it is right now. Okay. Um, but when they finally launch the NBC Universal thing, mm-hmm. then I think it'll be on there. Oh, cool. Oh, then yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I wouldn't be on Amazon because they're transitioning over. Yeah. It's on, it's on Amazon right now, though. Oh, so what you're saying is, hold my beer, I should binge watch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe on a day when I'm not dehydrated and dying. And then come back to the podcast. Yeah, I think so. Or we can do Just a, turn it into a review of Psych. <laughs> the longest podcast ever, just watch a Psych Marathon. That'd yeah. Be great. Moving <laughs> forward from now on, we're just live streaming. We're watching full series, not season, series. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That's like uh, Shia LaBeouf that time he streamed himself in a movie theater watching all of his movies. Do you remember that? Oh my god, <laughs> what a terrible idea! <laughs> Dude, we we need a lo- we need Claire day jobs to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's what this podcast will be. We'll get so rich with it. But uh, <laughs> before we get into our topic, I want to make Ebert and Roper. Sorry, what? Huh? The audio the next Ebert and Roper. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, before we get into our topic, I want to make sure Christine feels included and isn't falling asleep. So <laughs> I'm going to ask, how's your week been, babe? What's been going on? Uh, the, oh, the week's, the week's been good, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing going on outside. Totally normal times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you two have a room. I can sign off. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're all going to be a big podcast family this episode, Joe. <laughs> Don't worry. You won't, third wheel be, you won't be third wheeling too hard. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, how do you feel being on the podcast? Is it interesting? Ex- exactly what you expected? Uh, yeah. As awkward <laughs> as you expected? <laughs> uh, no, it's nice to be like the, the guest, so I don't feel like I have to keep the conversation going or have ideas or anything like that. <laughs> but if I have a reaction to something that you say, I just say it. 
chime in. Yeah. You can be like the tiebreaker. I'm the for- frosting, you know, like you don't <laughs> need me there at all. So there's no responsibility. Yeah, I agree. You can be the tiebreaker for me and Jaws debates. Oh no, it's too much pressure. <laughs> I feel like there might be a bias here. Just maybe. <laughs> nah, the bias would be in your favor. She's over my shit. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, dang. Okay. Gosh, no. I blessed. Exactly. So without further ado, uh, you want to get into our topic here, Joe? Yeah. So since I think besides our pilot episode, the second highest rated episode we had was, it might've been the first, I don't remember the statistics, but it was our online dating talk. And because that's such a huge, juicy topic, no pun intended, no innuendo intended, we're going to cover it again. But this time, why we have Christine here is to also get the female perspective. Exactly. that mind. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of dumb opinions the first one and she's going to tell us the dumbest and her non-dumb opinions <laughs> oh she watched the first one nice okay this I, I did yeah it was funny to me how many times you guys said uh we have no idea what the women's perspective is on this we're gonna make wild conjectures but you know in hindsight we should actually have someone who's been on a dating app as a lady looking for straight men <laughs> and have them tell us if we're right or not yeah would you say you agreed with most of what we said? Any strong disagreements? Any general sentiments? Uh, well, I listened to it when it came out, so I didn't. I didn't do my homework. I ah, didn't re no re listen to it. I didn't remember you guys saying a lot of things that I necessarily disagreed with, but there were a lot of things where um, you know you maybe kind of said this is like an annoying thing that women do on on apps, and I was sort of like, that's an annoying thing people do mm, on apps. Okay, so you notice it too. <laughs> Because guys do that same kind of thing too, you know. So like you always talk about uh, girls who say that they're interested in adventures. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys all say that kind of stuff too. Everybody's a foodie. Everybody <laughs> hikes every weekend. Um, everybody has like a, a cool job and a side hustle, you know. Are they working tech? <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, I didn't know about the side hustle thing. So yeah. To add to the food thing, at one point I did have like, I posted on my, I think Coffee Meets Bagel profile, I think I did say, life-changing foods, not just foodie. Like, I have a list of that. Oh, like restaurants you've been to or like specific food? Yeah, so I used to have a running list of like favorite types of foods. Uh, an Excel sheet, like favorite ice cream place, favorite uh, place I've had like the best steak, favorite like ramen place, stuff like that. Oh, mm. that sounds more interesting than what I would expect just people saying i love food i love good food that's at least like putting you can like talk about certain restaurants and stuff yeah one guy's bio was actually uh tacos 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 hiking adventures etc and that was just like the entire bio yeah wow so you have no personalities that's that's very interesting to me did he have good abs (laughs) (laughs) that's very interesting to me because uh in our circles of guys i think we always like it seems like we always like you mentioned generalize that as being like female topics but i'm surprised to hear that that's like also found in a lot of guys bio so guys are more basic (laughs) sounds like Mm -hmm. wait why am i still single (laughs) (laughs) what's your what was your bio john did you besides the uh, elaborate food restaurants what did you put do you remember oh shoot okay um I think something like, oh, I just got into coffee making, stuff like that. Uh, I never put adventure because I hate adventures. <laughs> like, <laughs> planned. This, like, some people are like, oh, I need that spontaneity or something. Like, some, some girls are really attracted to that. That's fine. I'm not. Go away. Um, what else have I put? Oh, I usually put, like, some nerdy stuff here and there. Or, like... Like TV shows you watch? Uh, more of the comic book stuff. 
Yeah, okay. If you get past that, then I think we're in like a good territory, right? Uh, I mean, I mean, you know that I, I'm religious, so then I include that like as one of the last things. Huh. Okay. Some people, that's a deal breaker, and then I'm like, okay, all right, I did insert that. <laughs> cool. Wow, that's a deal breaker for people being Christian, that, or no, um, depends how you look at it. Right? For some people, it's like, oh, you're religious. Oh, somebody matched with me, and then she's like, oh wait, I just realized you're religious. Never mind. Bye. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. Dang, that's a shock to me. Is that a shock to you, babe? Yeah, mm. that's that's a pretty intense reaction, I would think. Well, she was polite about it. She was just like, oh, I didn't realize that you were Christian. Um, sorry uh, for, like, the confusion. Like, mm-hmm. she was nice about it, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. You're Did she give a reason, though? Uh, I don't really remember. This is like, a year and a half ago? Huh. Yeah, I'm just surprised that you wouldn't, like have a conversation, you know, with the person like about, you know, okay, how do you think that affects your life? You know, like, yeah. do you think that means that you couldn't date someone who wasn't religious? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is she expecting you to fast like 12 hours of the day and like wake up and pray for like half the day. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Like I'm technically Christian. I don't think it like influences my life. And I don't think you're like definitely religious, but it's not like so religious that it hugely changes the way people would interact with you, right? Besides just like going to church on Sundays. I mean, my support, I might censor myself a little bit more around other people there. <laughs> no, you don't. If there are other Christians, then I oh, censor okay. myself. Oh, but okay. then, other than that, like how I respond, like those random like death threat, like jabs that I do at you. Yeah. I still make that at church. Wow. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this, this is even making the case more for why you're saying you're a Christian shouldn't like influence people that much. Yeah, it's like I don't really have like two personalities. It's more just like I adjust it accordingly. But then once you get to know me better, then you're going to see the whole me for that. But then, um, yeah, definitely like she was polite about it. But that has been a case. The other where like I've talked to my friends who are religious and they're like, if they don't mention a single thing about like God or Jesus, I'm passing. Wow. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, that's I think. Both my experience, religion never really came up a few times. Like there are a few girls that said they were like christian and then you could just kind of tell on the date they were a little more christian than me <laughs> and it wasn't gonna work out but it was never like a formal thing like they never like hounded me like oh, do you believe in jesus dude do you love jesus if not this isn't gonna work out um i don't know did you ever feel that christine no in my all of one week of <laughs> being on tinder uh no i didn't have that experience um and i i'm kind of surprised i feel like maybe someone who's not religious is assuming that if you put religion on your profile that that means that you are specifically looking for someone who's also religious you know so it's not that they have a problem with you being religious it's just that they're making the assumption that if you're putting that on your dating profile that must mean that it's like influencing something about who you should match with, you know, uh, who you're interested in dating and everything. And so maybe they're making the ass- that assumption, you know, and that's why they're like, oh, sorry, I, I didn't see this initially on your profile. I'll stop wasting your time, you know, because they're making the assumption that you won't have any interest in them. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, which is why, like, I didn't really take it into offense about that because, like, I understand that mm-hmm. like, definitely a dating profile is like a resume. You have literally, like, five seconds to impress somebody to like them and then you have another five seconds or 10 seconds after that to impress them with whatever you send them 
Yeah, I think that's a really good analogy, not just for the profile creating, but the dating people. It felt like a job interview half yes, the time. Yes, so true. And it's not pleasant, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever, like, kind of have the thought, and I felt like one personal thought that I had was, like, anytime I ever, like, at, like had a conscious thought, like, I'm on a date, like, this is what I'm doing, like, I, what questions should I ask? It never, that was like a sign that it would never work out. Like, usually when you didn't have to, like, think about it, when the conversation was super organic and just, like, flowing to the point where you didn't even have, like, to think about what you were doing, then usually those are the ones that worked out a lot better, I thought. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened to you two? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, so uh, Vince <laughs> was the only person I went on a date with where I didn't know, like, his whole wikipedia page you know (laughs) before going on the date with him like i didn't know how many siblings he had i didn't know where he worked you know that kind of stuff i was like that's actually i think a really good sign because with all these other guys we just didn't have anything else to say so it's just oh what's your favorite food where where are you from originally (laughs) how many siblings do you have do you work in tech oh that's exciting yeah exactly (laughs) i mean i do understand talking about what you do for work more because we all spend so much time you know in our day doing that yeah but at the same time unless you're doing something you really care about and want to talk about the conversation should like go other places so i actually would advise people um to make like a challenge for themselves to try to you know get into conversations with people on these you know types of apps and not resort to the like you know standard list of questions <laughs> and to actually you know you push themselves to come up with something more interesting so like you know you can give examples Vince Vince was really really good at this and he was the only guy who did this that I talked to at all and I went on uh, what was it what did I say it was like eight dates in one week. I think yeah you had you had it for tinder for anyone who doesn't know tinder, uh, Christina had tinder for one whole week <laughs> anyone who doesn't know <laughs> all of our listeners anyone who hasn't read a book about her experience well I don't tinder. think we've introduced it yet so far <laughs> I meant to bring that up but uh, everybody hate Christine because she found her uh, found Vince in a week yeah yeah <laughs> I was not super a, lucky. Not exactly a catch, though, so. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, no, no, that's one other thing I was going to – so one other thing, one quick thing I was going to mention is uh, she had, what, eight dates in a week, you said? Yeah. How goddamn different is that <laughs> than the male experience? That never happens. At least, I mean, maybe if you're, like, I don't know, Brad Pitt on a Tinder bio, just roaming the streets, then maybe. But uh, I don't know. What was your typical ratio, John? Like, for me, I felt like once a month, maybe. <laughs> I was lucky. <laughs> My peak was one to two a week. Wow. Okay. Hey, that's no game. There's a one to two month stretch where it was one to two a week. Ah. And at that point, that's when I got the most burnt out and started considering, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like a gamble almost like your energy. Like sometimes if you just put all this energy and like drive and like go to this fancy place and then the day just turns out to be a dud, then that's the most like, just like soul crushing. I don't want to do this again. I'm done (laughs) type of attitude. Yeah. So that, that was me, but definitely like, I see girls getting more. Oh, what kind of was a low blow? Actually, it wasn't a low blow. It was more just me being jealous. Of My friend came up for a wedding, and I think he got more matches in a day than I did in a month. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because you're tall. Which <laughs> will allude to my next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Before we get onto that, I want to address your, uh, you were mentioning conversation topics, like things I would bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vince was really good about asking questions, um, but really outside of the box types of questions. 
and, uh, you know, (laughs) and, um, like asking questions about false stories, you know, like what's the biggest, uh, uh, like what's the greatest danger you've ever been in? You know, that kind of stuff. We had a story somehow about, we started talking about our personal stories of like most dangerous situations we've been in. Cause you were recently in Hawaii and had been like on a what 12 mile hike or something like that, that, uh, ended in the rain with, uh, no one near you. And the point where you almost had to like be underneath water it was raining so bad and like alone at night and you had to call a lift, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, yeah. <laughs> it was a harrowing experience. My first day in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, I would just spend the next day in my hotel room not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> just just cuddled in your blanket, just breathing. <laughs> yeah, I've never given someone such a huge gratuity on Lyft <laughs> as I did that day. I basically gave her a tip the same amount as the cost of the ride because it was such a scary experience. I was like, if it weren't for you, I would be dead. <laughs> she had to pick me up off the side of a highway, and it's this really long highway that doesn't have any stops because it cuts through like a hilly forest kind of area and I couldn't tell where I was and it was torrential downpour <laughs> and so my phone was getting all wet and, and uh yeah so it was, <laughs> it was really difficult GPS was not working effectively because you're in the middle of a flipping forest you know um yeah so it like even in corresponding with her it took a while for her to you know be able to find me and everything so yeah I think I but I, I don't I, I think that's how it came up but yeah. then you made it into like a fun game of like, what's, what's your most ridiculous story? What's your, you know, the greatest danger you've ever been in, you know, or something like that. So, you know, a lot of people, they're just so focused on what they're going to say in a conversation. They have to like top you if you tell a story or they're just trying to impress you or something. Um, And Vince was very impressive, but he wasn't, you know, it didn't seem like that's what he was trying to do all the time. Like he seemed like if you, if you made a joke, he would actually laugh and say, oh, that was really funny. You know, if you told a good story, he would be like, I'm amazed. I'm flabbergasted. That was such a crazy story, you know, or something. So I think a lot of just like honest reactions, you know, um, to people, you can do that even through text. And I had such a strong sense of Vince's personality before I met him. And with so many of the other guys, it was like, why are you asking to meet up with me? I don't know who you are, you know? <laughs> yeah, I paid her to say a lot of this. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. No, yeah, like, no. This no. is not the Vince I know. I just, I know <laughs> that uh, one of the topic ideas to discuss was like timing before you ask somebody to meet. And I yeah. think it's a really difficult thing to figure out because so many guys are just asking as soon as they match with you. Yeah, that's and so that's, you just kind of get overwhelmed by you know offers of of people wanting to go out with you, and so yeah. it's like you know if you can set yourself apart and make the person actually really want you to ask them out, or go ahead and ask the person out because that's what I did with Vince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, I think that's a you know a good position to be in. You know, instead of like trying to figure out a, a perfect um, algorithm for. Uh, how long it should take before you, you know, go from matching to asking someone out. Yeah. That's interesting too, because you said that like people would be asking like day one, like first message. And I think John, Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. I think when we first talked about that was never our experience. Did you ever ask someone out like within, I don't know, two comments. Okay. So what I did was, um, before I was only on CMB, and Uh I would do it for, uh, like, cause it was like a week to talk. Right. I would wait till like the last couple of days. Um, 
and I changed that because somebody told yeah, me, "Hey, you- coffee meets bagel." You like when you match, you're only like able to talk for a week, yeah. right? Okay, gotcha. And then f- later on, I had a friend said, "Hey, you should try like within like two or three days, so they don't lose interest, and you're just trying to carry the conversation. You can just meet immediately, kind of thing." Mm-hmm. So, like instead of one day, I did two to three days. So like if it sounded like it was going okay, then I would ask, "Hey, let's go uh, meet up." Okay, so you would ask about two to three days of talking though, right? It would yeah. never be like the first day of talking. No, never the first day. Okay, exactly. Yeah, that was my thing. My rule was actually a week. And that's just, I mean, sometimes it's a little case by case. Sometimes like if it feels right or there's a good opening, then you'd go for it. Or sometimes conversely, like I would think a week was like, like, like being pretty conservative. But there was like one girl in particular, I might've mentioned this, where like after a month of talking, she couldn't even give you an ETA of like when she'd be comfortable hanging out. Just like, like not even, I was like, okay, but you think like two or three months, maybe you'd be good. She's like, I don't know. I just don't know. And I was just like, all right, I'm sorry. I can't fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> I need something. I mean, I can't just like, I'm not doing an online distance pen pal thing for fuck that. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. my basic MO is a week kind of factoring in everything, but up for kind of case by case, depending on the person. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's good. And I, but yeah, I think, um, I was <laughs> the reason I asked you out before we even got to that week, Mark was because, um, you were the person I was most excited about, <laughs> but my calendar was filling up because people just kept asking. Um, and there were people I said no to, but you know, some people was like, well, you seem interesting enough to meet, yeah. you know? And so I don't want to say no to you. But I, I also am kind of more interested in this other person who hasn't asked me yet, you know. <laughs> so it was you know, kind of a, a funny situation where, like, you know, if, if you – I guess it's a balance of matches because you don't mm-hmm. want to, like, throw away a match by freaking someone out by asking them out too early. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. at the same time, there's always going to be plenty of other dudes <laughs> who are willing to do the asking you know that's yeah that, i think that highlights one primary difference we never felt like there was an excess of too many girls <laughs> taking up our time <laughs> do you feel that way john i mean during the part where i was kind of just like over this but until then was like oh my gosh and a match that's great somebody actually remotely might potentially like me yeah exactly it was always that was like oh one match for the week my week's been made it's never like oh my calendar's filling up because i got so many dates i mean yeah. at least i didn't feel that way did you back to me so um just only those few months other than that, no. Okay, all right. Yeah, I feel like girls tend to read your entire profile and look at all your pictures. And I mean, part of it is because even when women are interested in dating somebody, they're also interested in not getting murdered, you know? So <laughs> yeah. they're like more carefully vetting people. Um, and, they, and they might, you know, send you mixed signals because they might be interested in you, but they also want to make sure they don't die just <laughs> because they like made the mistake of, accepting a date where it's like, Oh no, now he's going to know where I live and what happens then, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, but with guys, you know, people oftentimes say that guys just swipe like every single person they see, they just swipe. Right. Yeah. Pretty accurate for a lot of guys. I got asked out before I even had my bio up. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. That's so crazy. it's like, yeah, there are just dudes who are like swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> And they'll see if you're interesting once you actually talk with them. Yeah, that's kind of the stereotype. I think that, like, like if you look at, like, there's a video comparing, like, how many matches 
a guy can get an hour, how many matches a girl can get an hour. Like guys will just wipe, wipe, right, 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 right. Girls, it's like, it seems like it's like 80 or 90% left and then one right when they're like selective enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that touches up. Do you remember we talked about this in the first podcast, Jaw, how like with girls, we try, we were like our biggest caveat was like understanding that it can be difficult for girls just like because they're usually the ones going more so into an unfamiliar kind of dangerous scenario. Whereas I think, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I never felt like, like, like I was walking into a dangerous scenario where I like could be meeting a murder. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't know. Do you ever feel that way, Joe? I mean, the stereotype is usually uh, the guy is the murderer, but then yeah, exactly. I don't remember if we talked about it, but definitely I do understand that girls may want to be careful. They want to vet it a little bit more. So um, I know we talked about that. This is more of a numbers game for a guy. Yeah, I don't think it has to be, though, because I think, you know, if women are being more selective when they swipe, that means if somebody swiped on you, it, it carries actual information, right? That's an actual signal. This person actually learned something about me and decided that they liked me, Yeah, you know, as opposed to when, when someone even messages you, you know, after swiping on you, if it's a guy swiping on you and messaging you and they just say, hey, you know, they, they might not know who you are. They might not remember who you are. It's just, oh, you matched with this person and they immediately send a hey. And, you know, so it carries no weight. It, it has no information. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that, it's, it's another, like, thing that could likely make you feel uncomfortable with someone if the me- message is more generic and it's just like, what do you do? Because that makes someone feel more robotic, like it could be a scam. But when it's more personalized, there is also, like, a greater sense of, like, okay, this seems like a real person I'm kind of, like, clicking with. But at the same time, obviously, there are scammers out there who can really personalize their shit. But for the most part, I think, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but it seems like if you personalize it, that's one way to make people feel more comfortable. And to, yeah, so it makes people feel more comfortable, more safe. It makes you stand out from the crowd. Yeah. You know, so I think it's actually much easier than you might realize as a guy to stand out from other guys. Yeah, as long as you just don't talk about adventures or working out. <laughs> well, it's like you had, like, you know, fun little quiz kind of things. <laughs> you, know? um, you had, like, uh, you know, truth or truth. Oh, yeah. You Can know? I tell you about truth or truth, Ja? What's truth or truth? So uh, this was my – you're going to cringe. I know it's probably why I never told you this because I know you just give me shit for it. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, one – I found a good way to kind of get your door into like talking about more like, you know, re- like mature kind of relationship things was a game called truth or truth instead of the typical or truth or truth with a lot of use. <laughs> um, so the game would basically be like truth or dare. Um, but instead of dare, obviously you can't do dare via text. So the truth with a lot of use and uh, said in a high pitched voice, like truth would be uh, <laughs> uh, asking more uh, kind of risky sexual questions. Like, uh, like what's the craziest place you've ever done it in? What's uh, um, I don't know. What's uh, the biggest turn off in a guy, things like that. Whereas truths would be basic. Like, I don't know. What's your favorite movie? What songs do you like? You know, that type of thing. And uh, I don't know, like, I found in my personal experience of girls were on board with it or not, didn't already just uh, unmatch me after suggesting it, <laughs> that uh, it was a good way to, uh, I don't know, it, it didn't make the conversation feel as forced in his like interview, job interview style. Um, yeah, I don't know. What you think, Joe? That is so cute and adorable. <laughs> Aren't you precious? <laughs> I think you should try it. I want to see you try it. I'm off of dating apps. I'm going to die single. <laughs> You're not using any right now? 
not using any right now. I think you should get one after this episode and then try it to keep our listeners entertained. That requires effort. effort we're in a quarantine. What better time? What better time than to ask a girl out than we're, when we're indoors and can't touch anyone? <laughs> I could be playing video games during that time that I am like trying effort. You could also find a girl who plays that same video game and play with her. Oh, chances are no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Christine? Uh, yeah, I think Jaw's right on this. <laughs> See, Jaw? Ah, winning. Anyways, um, a couple of random things I did to include on my uh, profile was something like, okay, so I really like cookies and cream Oreo stuff, so I included specifically that. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like foods you like? No, I was just like, uh, I'm like, I have an unhealthy obsession for cookies and cream Oreo stuff. Like, as oh, like, yeah. Like, like, joke topic thingy whatever yeah so sure. i'm not a crazy person yeah some people hey you might find that one girl who has a crazy obsession with cookies and cream too <laughs> just maybe just maybe but it didn't work the first two years <laughs> i don't remember well it took me five years so i think you got three more years to suffer <laughs> oh my god it's morally depressing i'm not trying that this is not going to be a hold my beer moment <laughs> <laughs> well that's why christine's here because she can lighten up the mood what were you about to say? i was just gonna say like you could you know, the way that your truth or truth questions worked was, you know, it's not just what's your favorite song. It was like, uh, what's your favorite quiet song to listen to on really high volume? You know, it was like really specific things that people haven't even thought about themselves usually. Yeah. You know, and so they, it makes people interested because they learned something about themselves (laughs) as well as you, you know? And so, um, you know, having questions and things like that on your profile that are atypical, you know, not just like, are you wondering what my favorite movie is? You know, or something <laughs> like that. But, you know, my favorite, you know, song to listen to that's quiet, but on really high volume is this, you know. Yeah, more I, nuanced. I'd be interested to hear what yours is, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, or It like- makes people more, I think, interested. One guy, the very first message that he sent me, it was one of those guys where from his pictures, thought he looked kind of like a D-bag. But I was like, don't judge book by its cover. Go ahead and swipe right. <laughs> his name was Who Bish. knows? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, and uh, his very first message to me without like even a hello or anything like that was, um, did you know such and such weird specific fact about Bukowski? And I was like, nope, not even addressing <laughs> this guy. Sounds like such an asshole. <laughs> so my... Uh, my recommendation to people is to start with something nice and friendly, you know, not just, Hey, but also not, Hey, are you impressed with this random ass thing? I know <laughs> like, no, no one is impressed by that. Yeah. Don't seem douchey with your knowledge. Yeah, Don't, don't like forget why you're on a dating app in the first place. You want to meet interesting people. You want to have nice conversations with those people and maybe get to know them and maybe date them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Another so, like having a genuine interest in other people, that means that you're not going to just spout a bunch of stupid stuff about yourself to try to sound impressive. And it also means that you're not going to ask really canned, boring things. You're going to be really actually invested in each person. So I don't think you actually need that many matches, you know, because the women who are matching with you are actually already interested in you. And so if you invest in having a personalized kind of conversation with them, that's not totally canned, then I think that would be a good recipe for for a guy on Tinder. Or they accidentally swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there too, right? 
uh, yeah, my very first swiping, I accidentally super liked somebody. <laughs> and that was Vince. Back immediately, and I felt really bad. <laughs> I did that too. I, there, I was uh, hiking with a friend once, and her Tinder was like in front of me, and I was just like messing around, like acting like I was going to swipe it, and I accidentally did swipe it on a guy she didn't want to swipe. And then he, like, while we were still at the place we were at, like messaged her. <laughs> <sighs> breaking hearts. Yeah, Vince is breaking dudes' hearts. <laughs> Who knew it? Sorry. <laughs> terrible, yeah. terrible human being. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh going back to the information thing, I think other like fun things, like other examples, like I think the typical things people do is like two truths and a lie, or like never have I ever. Those are like typical good get to know you. So mm-hmm. anything like that, like or just like comparing what's your craziest story of this type of style what's your specific story of this type of style you know Mm -hmm. things like that yeah as long as you so like one guy um just messaged me like you know impress me (laughs) and i was like no i don't give a shit about impressing you that is fucking douchey i don't even know you you know so i think sometimes people can take that stance of just in a not quite so explicit (laughs) way yeah and that doesn't feel good either you know so just kind of like remember that you and the other person are both just humans you don't need to impress them. They don't need to impress you. You just want to have a genuine interaction with them. You know, yeah. if you're doing that, then it won't end up being, you know, canned or gross or anything. Yeah, that just sounds super douchey. Is that mm-hmm. the douchiest line you've heard too, Joe? Yes. Impress me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to try that next time. <laughs> I think like, it really reflects my demeanor and personality. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I also found that like it's – I don't know if you felt this way too, Ja, but uh, as a guy, do you feel like it's hard to find the balance of how much to talk about yourself versus how much to ask questions versus like, are you coming on too strong or are you like not showing enough interest? Do you feel that way? Yeah. Cause I think it's like a guessing game. Cause like, I mean, the easy answer is, Oh, I want to, uh, as long as you be yourself, that's technically the quote unquote right answer. But at the same time, it's okay. Well, what if like that first impression was bad and then you're trying to fix whatever. Um, and you guys potentially could be like a great match for each other. Right. But it's, it's like that one moment is ruined. So it becomes kind of like that. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, how strong do I come off? Right. Cause like some people are like, Oh, this is a person I would never date if there was like a different circumstance. And so online dating kind of puts it in a format where it's like, it, it really narrows it down. And like, there's so many quote unquote correct answers that's worked for some people, but it's okay. Well, there's also other senses or other like, oh yeah, no, during this time I would never date this person, but for whatever reason they're going out now. Yeah. Didn't you say there was a coworker on Twitter that like wasn't interacted to the guy at all. And then he said something that like convinced her or like kind of like made her more interested. And now they're like engaged or married. Who is this? I don't want to say who, cause I don't want to turn it. <laughs> all right. Myra. <laughs> <laughs> No, is that not her? Oh, throwing my under the bus. Oh yeah, 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 her, uh, her and her boyfriend. I think they thought that they were uninterested in each other, but now they've been dating for like three, four years now. Okay, well that sounds totally different than what you told me at first. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just heard it wrong. Who knows? We'll never know. <laughs> yeah, so, so something like that, and it's like, okay, well they're willing to give each other a second shot, and then that worked out. Uh, in some cases, it's like, okay, well that first shot, something happened. Boom! I'm never seeing this guy again. Yeah, that does kind of like, that is one thing that makes you worry just knowing how like quick, like first impressions are crucial. I don't know. Like, have you ever felt like, Christine, have you ever felt like a guy had a terrible opening message and then 
It was, uh, then you talked to them later and they were like, okay, it's not as bad. Yeah. I think it was actually more often the opposite though, where somebody came out the gate, you know, with something high quality, you know, and then it just kind of got very fizzly. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you turned on the charm day one, (laughs) you know, but now you kind of don't have anything else to say. And yeah, you know, conversation has petered out, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Do you ever feel like job, like, do you ever feel like it was easier to start it and then continue it? Or it was easier like to continue it after like you got through the awkward start. It was easier when I had a formula. <laughs> <laughs> what was your formula? One generic pickup line. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it became, okay. If I, it, it is the whole, like, uh, two truths and a lie. Right. So I got a lot of people. Um, I don't remember what I used to use. There's like two things that I used. For the second one. And then um, one of my pickup lines once. <laughs> I think I might have tried it and it didn't, I don't remember what happened. Probably didn't um, work. <laughs> and then the whole two day, two, three day rule of asking a person out, I started seeing better results after that. Uh-huh. Um, but when it became that and more formulaic, it became easier. When I was trying to be myself, I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> John needs formulas. He can't, he can't use his, his the be yourself philosophy. <laughs> Like, okay, there's definitely been people where like I was being myself in front of somebody. It was just like a casual gathering and I was just trying to get to know this person in general. And then she just immediately like hated me after that. Wait, on a first date, a girl hated you? No, it was just like a friend gathering. And then I was trying to like meet new people in general, right? Because it's like, oh, my friend's friends and stuff. Trying was, to it, was it with a match though? So wait, so this was a match? It with- wasn't a match. It was just with friends. Uh, okay. And, and I was being myself, and then she just completely hated my guts after. Just because <laughs> she genuinely hated my personality. Huh. How do you know that, though? Did she say that? <laughs> oh, she roasted me in front of everybody, and then people were just like, whoa. Maybe that's, Ooh, maybe that's her way of liking like you. kind of a jerk, actually. <laughs> so, uh, I mean... She's super good friends with a lot of people I know, but at the same time, I'm just like, uh, you're kind I of coming she, off I bet she likes you. You should go but for she's it. She's married. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, that changes things, I guess. I'm completely uninterested in her, even when she wasn't married. <laughs> oh. All right. Fair enough. But at the same time, like, it sounds like you guys would not have been a love connection under any circumstances. So isn't yeah. it better to, like, be yourself and find out? You know, like, I understand if formulas are comforting, and especially if you're having to, you know, do the app dating for a really long time it might be nice to have some formulas, but I would just say, try to find formulas that actually work for you that like, you know, so maybe you do open with the same questions a lot of the time or like, you know, uh, it turned out that a lot of the stuff Vince asked me was stuff you had as other people, you know, uh, so you didn't have to come up with it fresh, you know, or anything, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's something that, that actually does, you know, represent, who you are, what you're like to interact with and, and something that you would be likely to ask, you know, or care about in a, in in any situation, even just organically, you know, so it's, I know it's cliche advice to just be yourself, but there is still something like you can combine formulas with being yourself. And if you are too formulaic in the sense of taking other people's formulas and just adapting them completely to your own situation, then 
people are going to be able to tell and they're going to get really annoyed. You know, it's like, I'm sure somewhere there were articles telling people like, talk about things that everybody's interested in, like food and adventures, you know, friends. Yeah. (laughs) And show, you know, pictures on your profile where, um, you're looking artsy and away from the camera. And then another one where you're on an adventure hiking, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, one where you're with a dog, because those are the things that, are supposed to work best on straight women. But at the same time, as a straight woman, you see, you know, once you get to your fifth profile that looks exactly like that, you're like, (laughs) I'm not swiping on anybody who has this type of profile because either they have no personality or they, they just, you know, have the bad luck of having the personality that everybody has copied. Um, so you're saying you'll so they just blend in. sometimes see too many, too much of the same thing and that'll be a turn off. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, it's like, okay, maybe your formula is start off with two truths and a lie, but your truths and lie are going to be different from anybody else's. And so let that open the door for you and make you feel more relaxed, you know, or, you know, have things like that in your back pocket so that you feel like, okay, we talked Tuesday today's Thursday. I want to talk again, but I don't know how to like open the new day's conversation, you know, or something, have that, you know, as a a formula, but it's still something that fits you specifically. You know, it's not picking the formula down to what your truth and lie are based off of somebody else's advice about, Oh, girls like it. If this is your truth and this is your lie, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Ja, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, the whole two, two truths and a lie, that's definitely, like, genuine, right? Because um, if it does get serious, then I kind of have to do some explaining later, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so that's definitely going to be genuine, but definitely, um, whatchamacallit? I don't know. To me, it's it still feels like a numbers game just because of, like, so much pressure because it's getting so few matches, and it's like, all right, I need to get my foot in the door, and then I can be more a little bit more open with my personality. I'm actually confused by the numbers game. I think we brought that up first one, but I don't even actually totally get it. So what do you mean by numbers game? Oh, like everything. And then basically like every girl and then whoever likes you, then filter out after that. And then of the ones that do stick around and do like, like you, um, I used to, to get their attention. I used to do that too, but I felt like it was kind of counterproductive after a certain point where it's just like, okay, this is like, then it, to me, there's not even like getting excited after a certain match. Cause you're like, well, I don't even know if this would be like, Something I actually was attracted to because I just swiped right and everything. So for me, I don't know. I just kind of got over that after all. And like for me, I guess the numbers thing, it's it was more like just find one that's good. My philosophy is all it takes is one. <laughs> I mean, all it does take is one. Exactly. Unless you're a polygamist and that's different. <laughs> <laughs> open relationship. I mean, there's that too. If people are into open relationships, like Tiger King and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're Jeff Lowe and Joe Exotic. <laughs> Uh, and what's that other dude's name again? Uh, Doc Antle. Yeah, the creepiest one Ugh. of them all. Ugh. We can agree he was the creepiest, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. They, they're all terrible. I hate all of them. We need their Tinder advice. They seem like they're very <laughs> successful. Oh, that should be a BuzzFeed article. What would Tiger King like interviewees, what their dating profiles look like? <laughs> Seriously. But um, BuzzFeed, if you steal this idea, I copyrighted it. <laughs> That's a great pickup line. Have you seen Tiger King? <laughs> <laughs> super original <laughs> now um yeah but another i think that's all uh good stuff another topic we were gonna say is uh height that was one thing you want to talk about right Joe? yeah so okay have you ever heard of the 666 rule no yes 
<laughs> I heard it from the last podcast you guys did. Oh, I guess I don't listen to John very well. <laughs> right, well I'm, I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> six, 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 six feet, six figure in your uh, paycheck salary, six inch dick minimum. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good rule. <laughs> so if a guy doesn't have six, 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 pass and but i want to highlight specifically more the uh, the height part because the other two are a little bit more hard to discern <laughs> um yeah. on a dating profile but no so just going back on my friend who came up literally for a day right who got more matches than i would in a month 24 hours more matches and i'm just like how oh right because you're like six three mm. Did it show though? Like his picture specifically made him show as six three. Like made him look taller, or was it? Did like, he like put in his bio six three? Uh, bio usually ask for height. So then, put which one? In. Which app do you use? Tinder or Coffee, Coffee Meets Bagel? Ah, uh, that's why. Yeah, that one specifically asked for height. Yeah. Hmm. So he had that, and I'm like, I know it's because you're six feet, <laughs> and that did he, really helps. Did he but fit the other six criteria? <laughs> Uh, I do not fit the other six criteria. No, I was asking if he did. I don't want to get that. Uh, he definitely does not fit the other six criteria. He does it or does? I don't think so. I've never <laughs> checked one of them. <laughs> it's, it's salary, right? Because it's personal. That's you don't want to ask about that. That's what you mean, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. But no, um, he's a uh, which about? And so I've definitely talked to even girls before, right? And these are supposed to be like religious girls who are not supposed to be shallow, and then some of them, like a couple of them have told me, oh, if they're not six feet, I'm really kind of not that interested. And one time a person has said, I'm not sure if he's cute or just because he's like tall. I'm like, is he above six feet? Yes. So it's probably just because he's tall that I'm attracted to him. Was this a Christian girl too? Yes. Very conservative. You know, that actually, I called her out on it and she was just like, (laughs) stop it. And I'm like, I'm holding this to the grave, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's a not to generalize. I have no research behind this, but I ha- I've mentioned this a few times. But I have noticed this isn't a like rule of thumb or generalization. But sometimes you like see a person who like says they're Christian, you kind of assume they like have a higher standard of manners and uh, morals and whatnot. But oftentimes they're very like kind of rude and socially inconsiderate. <laughs> At least in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so apologies in advance. We're sinners. They're idiots. I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, I think you're right that when women are choosing based off of shallow things, they're more likely to choose based off of height than a lot of other things. But I think, you know, women face the same issue of being judged on shallow things. It's just not their height. Yeah. Their boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Their boobs are their weight. I think it's, I think the weight is the most analogous thing Yeah, because I think, you know, women kind of make judgments about, you know, what it would feel like to be around a guy who's a certain height and it would make them feel sort of secure and protected and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they like that idea. And I think guys think about being around a girl who's over a certain weight and they're like, I feel like people would be laughing at me or judging me or, you know, she, you know, like stereotypes about people being overweight are usually that they're less sophisticated and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I think it's like, yeah, it's unfair if you're a fat girl or if you're a short guy. Yeah. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. That's another thing that comes up too, is like analyzing people's pictures, the way they like angled themselves. Cause as a guy, I think the big, one of the biggest things that come up, like if a girl only had 
shots from her neck up, it was like, okay, she's probably like, she's hiding something there. And then (laughs) conversely, if a guy was either like only doing like upper body shots or close selfies, there's a possibility he's like four foot two, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only five two. So I put in my profile that I was five two so that short guys would know that I didn't care about them being short because I saw so many guys profiles that said, you know, six feet tall or whatever. Yeah. Um, There was a joke. Um, It was a, why is it every time when you see a girl that says they're five ten, they look taller than they actually like say. And then whereas guys, when they say they're five ten, they don't seem as tall. And then somebody commented underneath because girls are actually listing their real height. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can see that being true. Yep. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, no, so it's definitely that happens, and I'm just like, dang it. Do you feel like your height, I mean, you seem, what are you, five, nine, eight? Technically five, nine and like a quarter, but I round up to five, ten. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but so, that's, yeah. that's, that's solid. I don't think it, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm five, eleven, so I'm not too far off, and I never got, well, I slouch a lot, too, so it probably looks you're like. You're also seeing one that's someone that's five, two. <laughs> <laughs> I seem like I'm five two. No, no, you're dating someone who's five. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that, um, I don't know. I never. I feel like that was never a deal breaker. There's only one girl's bio I saw once that was super cunty. It was like, uh, <laughs> it was uh, if you're not six feet and don't have ambitions, dot dot dot. Don't even bother. Like, like she's such a prize that like you have to like apply to like date her or something like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. So there's definitely some of that, and I mean that goes both ways for both guys and girls that do, do become shallow but it's like damn why are you here boy yeah this does not help my um my, my hopes and dreams and aspirations yeah i don't know i wonder that too i wonder if the typical bios you see like is it the girls who are typically more like do you find typically more on girl bios that they're more like don't do this if you're like swipe left if you're republican swipe left you vote for trump like i don't know as like like being a girl, did you notice like a lot of guy bios where they're like, swipe left if you do this, swipe left if you do that? No. Okay. I didn't Uh-oh. very much. I feel like I definitely do see it. I mean, like I, I can't say for the guys, but I've definitely seen like heard stories of guys, of girls uh, writing that. Of girls writing that? No, like, oh, if you're, uh, so if you're this side of the spectrum, then swipe right. If you're on that side of the spectrum, swipe left. Yeah. Like political beliefs is one. Um, or, yeah, if you voted for Trump. <laughs> I'd usually the biggest one, especially because I have a buddy of mine who works in Washington, D.C. So he's like, it's very hard to find somebody that did not vote for Trump right now because just the current political climate there. Ah, gotcha. Well, but, away from any politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but uh, it, that's definitely been like, he sees it a lot. Yeah, but no, I got very much the impression from guys' profiles that it's like, oh, I'll bang you no matter what. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you don't need yeah. to give any specific type of person that goes back to that whole evolutionary thought that like guys are more dtf in general because there's this idea that they want to like just have their seed create from like an evolutionary thought and then like the reason girls are more cautious and conservative about that is because they're the ones who actually have to like raise these children so they want to make sure like it's with the person they trust who's like not you know a piece of shit like that's like the evolutionary perspective not saying there's like exactly how true that is but that is one kind of thought i kind of put into it yeah and i i think it affects attraction for women more Mm -hmm. yeah i think so so they they would be no interest in like hitting it and quitting it you know (laughs) yeah because it's like i don't want to hit it if i don't like you as a person yeah totally go go back to high job what uh do you what's your like i don't know do you 
So do you feel comfortable like advertising your hair? Did you feel like it put you, put you at a disadvantage? Do I feel comfortable advertising? I mean, I did. I know, but like, did you feel like that was like something girls didn't like when they saw it? Or like, did you feel like, like you felt confident about it? Like being like me putting five eleven, I had never like thought like, Oh Jesus is going to get me out of the rank. But did you think like, because you weren't six feet that like, like was hurting you, I guess. So at first it didn't bother me at all. I'm just thinking, okay, I'm definitely above the average Asian male height. So I'm like, sweet, whatever. I'm going to put down my height, even though I realized later that it was inflated. At first I genuinely thought I was five ten, Um, <laughs> and then, so later on, I started hearing like from feedback from different girls, uh, whether they're religious or not, but also like, uh, even like what you call it, like, you know, as sorry, he had the whole like dating app book, whatever thingy, mm-hmm. all that compounded was like, Oh, they really do judge on height. And it became like a whole like, oh, that's annoying. And somebody told me, hey, just put six feet down. I'm like, I can't get away with like three and a half inches. <laughs> it's kind of hard. You don't have platform shoes? <laughs> I can maybe get away with like one and a half, but that's about it. Max. But yeah, no. So it became later on just like, oh, great. This kind of sucks. Mm. Yeah, I, I was surprised in meeting guys in person how different their heights were from what they made themselves look like, mm-hmm. you know, in photos. Um, so there was one guy who was maybe five six, mm-hmm. and he looked like he was six feet tall in his photos. That's not why I swiped on him or anything, but I was really surprised. And Vince, I thought you were short <laughs> from your photos. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's like five seven. And then uh, show up in your five eleven. That's pretty tall. I uh, I had one. Did I tell you I had one photo where like the shading and the lighting's kind of off, and it's like in a foggy area, and a lady or a girl actually <laughs> legitimately thought I was like in my forties and was like graying hair, just because the tint of the photo made my hair look a little le- like lighter and not gray. <laughs> I mean, not brown. Did she sweat right person to tell you that like, hey, your age is a lie? Put the right date. No, she didn't mention it until the first day, but that was, uh, that was, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just interesting hearing people's opinions on, uh, how you came across. Cause I don't know. I never, I, yeah, I guess I never have any like full body shots in my bio from what I remember. I'm trying to remember if I did and I didn't, I know like I did use a whole dog idea, but then I got kind of annoying and more misleading than I wanted to. Like, I don't know if I dog, dog pictures. Oh um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Tom advertise that a lot <laughs> yeah so it became more misleading than i wanted to because it became like a whole i had to explain it even though i had a caption saying not my dog um <laughs> yeah, so it, could, had, it could be a real deal breaker once they match with you and then you find out it's not your dog and they're like oh well okay and then they <laughs> yeah so then i took that away but definitely um oh i mean since i live with babies i do i have that in one of my pictures <laughs> nice now they think you're a baby daddy no i i hope they read the caption it says um call it like landlord's baby or something like that landlord babies who's also my baby (laughs) i banged my landlord uh (laughs) no you know i think uh one good rule of thumb to tie it all together is uh i had a speech teacher say this he's like i can be anybody for a year it's basically like after the year, the cracks are going to show, you know, like you can act like something you can like try to portray yourself as owning a dog, trying to be a certain hype, but like, or like having a certain personality, but ultimately the real you is always going to show, you know? So my philosophy is just always be from the get go. Cause that way it weeds it out quicker. If something wasn't going to work. So. I'm a generally a wonderful person. You? <laughs> yes. 
All right, put that put that as your bio. <laughs> um, but yeah, so height is just. I know it's also a double standard, like Christine brought up with the whole like weight versus height thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, no, it's. I think it, it becomes a little bit more bothersome when some people defend themselves, either spectrum, male or female, saying that oh I'm not shallow. But then when you bring up the question, then it's like you are shallow to a degree. Admit it. If you have to bring up, I'm not shallow. I feel like that says enough. <laughs> it's almost just like avoiding it altogether and talking about real stuff. That's the best way to show that you're not shallow. Yeah. For that one I told you about where I was holding it against her. She was like, yeah, I'm not that shallow. And I brought it up and she's like, okay, maybe I am shallow. <laughs> We're all shallow to a degree. But, exactly. uh, and it's fine. Just be honest. There, yeah. There's kind of a fine line between like having standards for knowing what you want and just being shallow, you know, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea where you're going with that. This, I mean, like you can, there's a difference between like saying like, I just know that this is the type of person that I'm attracted to. And then there's a difference between saying, I'm only going to date this type of person. And if you're not, you know, six feet and don't do this and don't do that, then don't even waste your time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 you're always a lot there, Josh. <laughs> I agree. There are two more words. So three but, words. Uh, no, I think one good, uh, we've been going for a, a good while. I think one uh, last thing we haven't hit on is uh, first date ideas. So uh, oh, I think yeah. Christine would have some good insight in this because we talked about this last time. So I'm curious to hear Christine's perspective. But um, first date ideas, like going into it, did you have, like going into Tinder, did you have any idea for like what would be the best first date kind of ideas to do? And then did that change throughout the week and after doing certain things? Um, yeah, after actually going on some dates, I was like, okay, safety should be my number one concern. Um, and so, you know, if a girl doesn't seem like she is, you know, cool with your idea, you know, or something like that, you know, it might just be because she's like, that wouldn't, you know, require you to know where I live. And I don't necessarily want that, you know, um, I think being kind of understanding about that initially, you know, is a, you know, good thing for guys to keep in mind. It's not a bad sign, you know, um, it's actually, you know, just her being cautious. Um, and so I think my approach was more things I already wanted to do and then saying, Hey, want to go with me, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, uh, I think, you know, a lot of the suggestions from other girls, was, um, you know, always make your first date like lunch or coffee, you know, so it's something that you can get out of very easily. It's daylight, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I was like, I mean, yeah, that sounds very safe, but it sounds boring as hell. And I had, I had one lunch date out of my week of dates and, um, it, it was fine, but it was very like job interviewing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so if that's what works for some people, then, you know, Godspeed, but it's not the most organic thing. It's not the most fun thing. I think trying to think of something other than eating or drinking together <laughs> is the best idea. Something that actually like, um, uh, going to an arcade or something yeah. like that, I think is a solid, um, mini golf first date idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives you a chance to like interact with the person, find out, you know, like, you know, new preferences and stories and stuff that wouldn't come up otherwise. Yeah. You know, if you're, if your favorite game when you were a kid was Super Mario, then that's, you know, something that you'll see at the arcade and can start talking about, you know, whereas otherwise, you know, why would you ever start talking about Super Mario in the middle of like a lunch interview date? <laughs> you know? Super Smash Brothers. 
That was a jam. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny because I actually have a rule for that. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it's usually the first day keep it casual. So whether it be coffee, like something to drink, or like dinner, and then the second date something fun. Mm. So, so like, you you subscribe <laughs> to the more like kind of safer coffee date <laughs> lunch type things. Oh, dinner, because lunchtime, I'm like, I'm walled up at work. Please don't bother me. Unless it's like a weekend. But um, yeah, so it's the way I see it is like, okay, first date, you you talk and you get to know each other. And then second date, you do something fun. That's that's how I, that's like a personal rule that I prescribe for myself. It's like, okay, well, do I like, can we at least talk? And if we can talk, then we could probably do something fun. Yeah, I can I see that. switch those. Yeah, I can see that style of thinking where it's like, <laughs> I guess there is like, an idea that like if you can still have fun on this more kind of like general thing there is a possibility that there's something there but at the same time i would worry that like that could like turn away a girl and become less memorable to them in their mind of well like ah, we just did a like coffee date and then i don't know we talked it was fine but there is the idea that if like if you're feeling like a good connection with someone might as well go all in and like try to do something like a little bit like not, you know, not like saying like, let's go to a three day trip to Disneyland for our first date. But, uh, like let's say, you know, a hike or mini golf or, uh, hikes are usually bad ideas. Oh, funny enough. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that might be what our first date was. <laughs> so I, I think jazz, right. That's not the best first date idea for most people, but for us, it worked. But I think for a lot of people, a hike would be a bad first date. Yeah, yeah, because the whole safety issue comes in. Yeah. True, but if you do it in an area where there's a lot of people during the day, I could see where that could, like, clear it up. Funny enough, one of my other friends' first date with a girl he met on OkCupid, okay who we now as a kid with, was uh, a night hike. <laughs> and, at one, and at one point, she specifically said, like, yeah, you could be, like, a murderer for all I know. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could be, huh? And then, like, not he, – he was – he was saying like he hears her concern. Not that, not that he was a murderer, obviously. <laughs> not that I know, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There is, I don't know. I don't know. There's the idea that maybe like being risky and going for it kind of like sticks out to the girl and comes across as more like adventurous. Yeah. Those are, like terrible ideas because like, I can only think of the stereotypical ones like mini golf or uh... concerts. I did concerts before. That's too expensive for me to care. <laughs> you do a cheap one. I'm also particular, so it's like I don't even like. It would have to be something I enjoy. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm not even going to have fun. And if this is a bad date, it's going to be even like double worse. Yeah. No, I think that's actually a really good point. It should be something that you genuinely will enjoy doing. And when someone sees you genuinely enjoying the activity, it will make things more organic, more fun, and more memorable. And likely come across as attractive for that person if you're enjoying what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, mini golf might seem like a cliche, but I've never actually gone on a mini golf date in my whole life, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, Castro probably has one. Step it up, Vince. I know. It's like this quarantine's like killing my chance of doing that or something. How, how have you not done the generic stuff? How have you not done the ABCs? Dang it. <laughs> Sorry, John. I need to learn from you. <laughs> Please teach don't. Me, <laughs> teach me your ways. <laughs> no, but it, like I've seen an instance where like someone's first date, the guy brought coloring books and wine. And apparently huh. like it was the most amazing first date for that, for the girl. And yeah, like, that's a good, that, I think that's a good example of what we're talking about too. That's like a little bit out of the ordinary, but not too like drastic and it's like memorable and kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Like all the other guys that I went on dates with, it was only one week, you know, yeah. but they all blend together. It was only one week, but you had eight more dates than me and John <laughs> <laughs> in our entire two years. Hey, you were one of those eight. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you made the cut. 
I did. There's only seven days in a week. Yeah, I yeah. Did, that's. I, so that means there was one day where you had two dates. <laughs> yep. That's impressive. That's the lunch date, and then I had a different date that evening. Although I say that, but I actually did that once too. Now looking back. <laughs> so, <gasps> wow. Before I met that's you, double books. <laughs> Rude. Truth comes up. <laughs> Have you ever done that? You did that once too, didn't you? I'm trying to remember if I did. It's been had, a while. You had one on the weekend where it was like a uh, coffee day with the girl. And then I thought you actually did like something later in the night with a girl. I remember we saw rise against and it was, you were telling me about this. It was like 2018, August, September. That's so specific to the point where like, I, I this, wait, actually I could just pull up my calendar with 2018, August. Wow. You have your whole calendar that accessible. <laughs> I don't even know calendars. Oh, damn. All right, how do I jump to your? So we're gonna fill a answer while Josh figures this out. <laughs> Any other final thoughts about dating apps you want to throw in there too, babe? Uh, well, let's see. Um, I, I think it's funny. Melissa calls my sister calls Bumble the lazy man's Tinder. <laughs> I've never been on Bumble, but you have. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she said since the guys don't make the first move, they just really put no effort in at all. So <laughs> if you you know go on Bumble. You might not get that many women approaching you, but the ones you do will really respond if you're not lazy about it. That's true. Yeah. And that's the one app you can send photos to. So <laughs> girls got to be scared for that one. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see yes, it. It's like a trust fall. It's like, oh, if we've been talking for a week and you haven't sent me an inappropriate picture, <laughs> then I feel safe going on a date with you. Yeah, that's the highest form of trust, I think. But yeah. uh, you say something, Joe? Yeah, no, I can find it in the month of August in 2018. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I think you did go. There was one time I think you told me you went on a date, uh, two dates in one day. Yeah, maybe. I may have done it. (laughs) (laughs) I may or may not. I don't remember. I can neither confirm nor deny your statement at this time. Please try again later. That's a a pimp. That's what I'll say. But um, did you did you ever have Bumble? I think I've always had it for like a few days. And I uninstalled it after those few days. All right, not a fan. <laughs> Personally, I had Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel, Bumble, Hinge, uh, Okay Cupid, and the League. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you, the yeah. League. Yeah, the League. You had to get on a wait list. It was like, and then it like synced up. You know, most apps sync up with your Facebook or whatnot. This synced up with your LinkedIn. <laughs> it's the League. It's a different League, bro. Come on. <laughs> sounds really snooty. I don't know if I didn't yeah. like it it, it. it comes off that way. So it's like it's for working professionals. You can't be a bomb. Um, they like vet you and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. that. (laughs) Uh, would you have done the league, babe? No. All right. You only did Tinder, right? Yeah. Yeah. Were there any other apps like during that week you were curious about? Like, do you ever think, ah, maybe coffee or like, eh, I just want to, I don't have enough phone space. (laughs) No. I mean, my friend, uh, Matthew showed me hinge. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and, and talked about like how to build your profile and hinge, gave me detailed advice about hinge. Um, so maybe I might've tried that one. Um, my old roommate had coffee meets bagel mm-hmm. and that one didn't seem very appealing to me. Oh, interesting. Um, cause it was like so limited. Uh, the seven day, limited a day. The, the seven day thing, you only get one match per day, but also the information mm-hmm. that you can provide is really limited. That's interesting. It actually really? answer survey questions, right? Uh, that's hinge no no no, well, no. I, yeah i thought with coffee meets bagel it like 
it asks you more specific stuff, like specific fields for you to fill in. Yeah, there's like three things. I think it was something like, uh, what are your hobbies? What's most important? Who are you? Hobbies and what are you looking for? Yeah, what are you looking for? What's most important for you to like person you're dating and then hobby something like that and then it had a lot of more demographic details like it specific fields for your ethnicity height um and you could actually like filter specifically by ethnicity that was the first one so it's like more like almost like demographically specific in terms of your own details and what you could get but uh i used to have the thing i think it like they switched it around a lot where it used to do one thing where you would only get one match per day but when i was using it i would get like 20 possible options per day dang i got like 10 <laughs> It might depend on how specific you were, though. You know, yeah, it's how you filter it. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, I generally rank them like Tinder was the best, I think, in terms of success. Then I put Coffee Meets Bagel, uh, Hinge. I wanted to like, but it kept matching with people in Sacramento. <laughs> I could not try. <laughs> so those that. are the early days. I guess maybe. Yeah, because everyone's been tr- so before it was like, oh, Tinder's a hookup one, then Coffee Meets Bagel was a serious one, and then apparently it shifted to Hinge is now the serious one, mm. kind of thing. Interesting. I think there should be a Bumble for straight people. I mean, sorry, not Bumble. Uh, <laughs> there is a Bumble for straight people. Uh, uh, Grinder for straight people. Because <laughs> uh, I think that's a huge issue with dating apps too. Is that like guys don't have the balls to say that they're just you know, trying to get their dick sucked or like just looking for a hit and quit it. Same with girls too, obviously, but guys more so I'm sure do that. So I think that causes a lot of the kind of communication breakdown. So I've always thought there should be a, a straight version of grinder. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. What? You don't agree with that, Jeff? Well, no, what's the point? Because we have so many different dating apps unless there is. The point is because grinder. a girl will say that they're looking for a relationship and then a guy will just want to bang for one night, but they they don't realize that till the date and a lot of times and wasted. So one app where they go in both knowing, okay, we're both only looking for a one night stand. Then there's no like mix up. I think as long as nobody like corrupts the app. Right. So, like, like I'm sure like a lot of these apps start out intentional, but then like other people start like, Oh, I hear good things about it. So I'm going to go here now. Yeah. They're like sometimes too, like Tinder also had like a lot of fake profiles after a while that kind of like made me not want to use it just because half the profiles you'd be seeing would be fake. And send you links for why you should enter your credit card info and it's all free. <laughs> yeah, I never had that experience. Yeah, I think actually like around the time like we were talking that was uh when it like was on the that like declined not as much so mm. luckily. Nice. Good timing for me. Yeah. But I think yeah, probably when you're talking to a girl you're like, "Are you real? Are you catfishing me? Are these fake photos? What is this?" And, um, you know, if, uh, let's say that a girl is looking for a relationship, then she's vetting a guy to say like, what are you really here for? You know, what are your real intentions? Are you just a, a man slut? What's going on? You know, so if you had answer, like, cause we do have so many different dating apps, but it feels like they're all kind of trying to hit the same dating market. Yeah, and it's, they're not nuanced at all. It's always like the idea of like, this could be a friends with benefits. This could be uh, we have sex once. This could be the rest of my life. We're going to be married. This could be anything in between. And it's like yeah. it's a lot of variability there. Or like couples who do Tinder together. We're <laughs> like, we're, we want to look for a third, Yuck. you know, or something. It's like, well, you just kind of wasted everybody <laughs> else's time, you know? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying basically just to select that option. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who like, does like, that? Uh, wait, what? Does Grindr, like, 
Do they right. do that? Right, just for gay guys, and it's like you, they all usually go in knowing that we're they're trying to bang. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because if they're actually looking to date, then they'll just do one of the other apps and select same sex. Yeah. Josh is trying to seem so macho like he doesn't know what Grinder is. <laughs> no, I know what it is, but I was just confused why we need like a straight version of Grinder to specify whether or not if uh for a one night stand or for a relationship. I was yeah, just confused could, like the general purpose of that statement. That could very easily be like something coffee meets bagel, like would filter for. Like what are you looking for? One night stand, like uh just and then you only get matches who are looking for the same thing. So Yeah. Final thoughts, though, guys. I feel like we've been talking for a while. Any uh, final dating thoughts? Dating? None at the moment, since I have been removed from the dating app world. I so, think it's a perfect time to get in again. I mean, with all this activity going on right now with quarantine, seems like makes so much sense to me. <laughs> People are going to be so thirsty for going out. <laughs> yeah. When the quarantine is lifted, you know, I'm you, actually you, you want to be ready. Weeks. You want to have your contacts lined up. <laughs> I was going to stay home a couple more weeks after that in case, like, there's a second surge of, like, sick people. Ah, staying mm. smart. Okay. Not going to do that myself, but God bless <laughs> Godspeed to you. But, um... This is the downside of finding someone to date and then live with from Tinder <laughs> that they're going to expose you to the coronavirus, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I think we probably both already have it. It's too what? late at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no. Any other thoughts? No, I want to go back napping now. All right, cool. Well, on that <laughs> note, I'm going to end on one hilarious bio that I read because I took screenshots of funny bios that I thought, and I thought this one is a good note to end on. Ready, guys? Sure. Newly single, likes, pizza, fast food, beer slash champagne, gym, reading, learning new things, dislikes, clubbing slash raves. I love my cat, Oreo. Isn't that funny, Joe? Hmm. Except I'm allergic to cats. Damn. <laughs> You always had to kill it somehow, Jack. Can't you just fix your <laughs> immune system? Um, I was like, hey, that sounds like a keeper. Then you said cats. <laughs> well, it gets better. I'm always on time. I love to make people laugh. I'm thoughtful and considerate. I'm a slow dater because I like to focus on one man at a time. I have a lot of great friends, which I think says a lot about me. Every day is a Netflix chill day. I'm also a stripper, so feel free to run for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> Second red flag. <laughs> Yeah, she kind of did what you mentioned about Christians where the last line is about being Christian. The last line, she uh, mentioned something very not Christian. So, yeah. Hey, at least she's honest about it. I, I, I applaud her for that. Yeah. yeah. That was the biggest deal breaker. Yeah, she did it in a funny way, too, where she didn't mention it at the very end. That's like the fine print in a contractor signing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, for me, a deal breaker is like if that picture of a cat and they say something about like, this is a love of my life. I'm like, pass. I'm going <laughs> to die. <laughs> yeah and you don't want those crazy cat ladies out there <laughs> absolutely not no anyways on that note uh thank you so much to my uh beautiful girlfriend christine for hopping on and putting up with her chaotic attitudes and making this somewhat credible thank you for having me on your lovely podcast ja and vince <laughs> anytime <laughs> all right well i uh, hope everyone's staying safe and uh don't take our tinder advice just take christine's <laughs> <laughs> okay bye yeah <laughs> bye